Hello, beloved. So the current that I've been speaking about is quickening. And we continue to have the experience we've been having for a while now of timelines closing and consolidating. And what is really beautiful about this is that when timelines are actually consolidated, uh, as I've described in earlier episodes, then there's no going back to them which is really wonderful news for our nervous systems that can sometimes, if our brain's stories about timelines allows us to essentially slip and fall back into lower timelines, then the neurobiology can really be assured here that this is increasingly not possible as more and more lower timelines not just close, but actually consolidate really lovely. So the current, this new current that uh, I have been speaking about is quickening and moving uh, faster and faster. And this is amplifying that bifurcation effect uh, that I spoke about in terms of how you are engaging with it. If you are essentially a yes and you are excited and interested and accepting and allowing yourself to kind of be in the current, um, uh, or if you are a no. Uh, now, the rest of this transmission is going to be speaking only to the yes people. Uh, and so for the no people, there are enormous number of resources already published here uh, in these transmissions, and I encourage you to access them um, as you see fit. Okay, so you are in the current and you are experiencing the current and there are many different ways in which you are experiencing the current. And what I want you to at this time really feel into if you have not yet already is that also at the same time, the current is in you. And so you feel the current is flowing through you. This current, this flow, this river, this deep sacred current of life force, really, truly, this current is flowing through you and it wants to be corralled correctly by you in that flowing through you feeling. Now, this is existing at the same time in a kind of parallel play dimensional perspective as you are experiencing yourself being carried by the current. These are both simultaneously true, but for a moment, we're just going to talk about the version of it where the current is moving through you and it wants to be corralled correctly. And this is very much like the imagery of a fire hose. And so once the water is coming through in full from a fire hose, it requires a certain strength and mastery and capacity to be able to hold on to that hose and direct it in the correct uh, location. And sort of the quote unquote risk, if you will, if you don't have built up kind of the, the inner sort of muscles and capacity to hold and corral that fire hose is that either one, that you're holding on to the fire hose, but it's slapping you all around because it's too strong. And so it's like swinging you around like crazy. Or the other kind of quote unquote risk is that there is a, a diffusion of the water instead of it corralling straight out in that really forceful, <clears throat> excuse me, stream that like sort of energy leaks that 
you have allowed to occur within you, like show up in the fire hose itself. And then the water, so to speak, diffuses out. It's sort of dribbling out, spraying out of all of these little tiny pinholes in the fire hose, leaving a very diffused water effect that does not allow you to essentially be corralling that current in the direction that it correctly wants to be uh, to be uh, going. And then the, the, the analogy that I want you to be working with, the imagery I want you to be working with from the perspective of you are in the current and it is carrying you, is the idea of being in a boat. Okay, and this is related specifically to the diffusion uh, uh, possibility. And so if you are in a boat in water that is moving slowly and you have a few minor leaks in the boat, you don't care. You're like, whatever, it's no big deal if there's a little bit of extra water slopping around down by my feet. But as the current is moving more and more quickly, then two things are happening with those leaks. One, the water is being forcefully pushed up in through those minor leaks. And two, the pressure of the water is making the leaks bigger and greater. And so now it's a problem, okay? And so now as you are thinking about your devotion, which remember, you are always in devotion to something, and it is that which is garnering the majority of your attention. So directing your attention, your devotion to the, if you are feeling diffusion, to the kind of the energy leaks within you, okay? So the energy leaks within you that are causing the diffusion of the current that is moving through you, this can be, you, you, I, I think you'll know what I'm talking about. And if this is happening, then it's time to shore up those leaks. Get in there, do your foundational work at this new level that you're at, and shore up, patch up those energy leaks. There's a lot of different ways that energy leaks can be happening. Um, the most simple is just simply that you are um, not correctly organizing your actions to that kind of most on point, most kind of central sort of pathway of action, right? That would be corralling the fire hose correctly. And instead you are sort of frittering away your kind of action uh, fuel in small, silly things that are, and they may even be important things, but they're not kind of on point. Um, also, we can have kind of energy leaks that come from the passive reception you are allowing in of that which does not serve, okay? But it is time to shore up all of your foundational pieces and get yourself ship shape, okay? Because the water in this current is simply going to get faster and faster and faster. And so this issue of kind of getting ship shape is one of the key aspects of this current refinement phase for those who are on the yes side. And it can actually look like just super cool. I mean, this is super cool. Okay. This isn't a stressed out um, refinement like, oh no, I've been leaking like a sieve. I mean, maybe you have been, but probably not because this is for the yes people. And so you've been doing your work. All right. It's really more about we're at a new level of the sort of speed of things energetically. And what that means is that new things are being revealed to you about your own kind of 
energetic container. And this is really useful. It's like, ah, fantastic. Like a little unveiling, a little disclosure uh, to use a little trigger word for some people. Ha ha. Um, you know who you are. The, the kind of awareness that comes at the new level, right? Because as you're moving up that spiral that I always talk about, you're moving up the spiral and at higher levels in the spiral, you have the capacity to engage with things in a new way and to be able to see new things. So this is the gift and the timing and the space for refinement is the gift of getting ship shape for uh, what is coming next so that you can ride the rapids as they come next in a super joyful way. All right. So now the the a, a kind of a re, big sort of reveal, if you will, or level up has been happening for people individually. And so for me, that happened um, a few days ago and was really huge. Um, and it may have already happened for you or it may be coming. And if it hasn't happened for you, you may be feeling a sort of a sense of crankiness or frustration or sort of just sort of irritability or, you know, maybe some other kind of like sadness or something like that. That doesn't really make a lot of sense. And your brain is frantically trying to attach it to stories. And, um, and some of the stories may even kind of make sense. Don't forget that your brain is super good at pattern recognition. So it will make connections in the absence of you directing it. You got a little bit of theme here, right? Corral the fire hose. What I want you to actually consider that the story is simply that the crankiness is entirely that a massive expansion wants to occur within you and energetically is already occurring within you. You are feeling it. It just hasn't yet kind of reached to your awake awareness. And you want it. <laughs> okay. And you want it. And so there's a, just a sort of like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? And that can be... Um, that can be frustrating. And really the only thing to do here is to just simply be patient and to wait and to keep doing whatever refining options are there to kind of get ship shape, get ship shape. All right. And that could show up in a million different things. Now, when and as that expansion comes in, two key things that I want you to be thinking about. All right. One is I want you to see in your mind's eye, the kind of ripple effect in concentric circles in water that occurs like when you you know have a little pebble drop in the water right and you have these little ripple effects that go out like in circles okay this is inside you this imagery and the 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 kind of the the center point is is your center within so your inner center, and we'd like to talk a lot about like, I got to get into my center. I want to be centered. I want to be at my center point, et cetera. And being at that center point is where we can really have that beautiful experience of neutrality, that beautiful experience of kind of stillness and really having kind of the broadest, biggest macro view as well as just a kind of a beautiful kind of in the moment, really delightful sense of peace and calm and stillness even if we're in the middle of like the biggest joy bliss out that center is there right that center is there what's happening in our expansions is the sort of as the circles expand out 
the energy is coming into us at that center point and expanding out, but it's pushing the ripples out and it's actually expanding the center from sort of like a dot, if you will, or a tiny little hole or circle into a bigger and bigger one. And then suddenly our center is too diffused, but actually that doesn't occur. It doesn't become too diffused because what actually happens is we're given a new center. So a new center kind of pops up and then whoop, the sort of the current flows up and through the center, expands it, and the other ripples go out, and then another center comes up. And so this is what's been happening for quite some time. But in the last couple of months, this um, kind of the emergence of new centers as expansion occurs and the new centers occur correctly, right? They kind of just pop right up when they're supposed to. Um, we don't have to do anything to make that happen. It just occurs naturally and perfectly in the right order at the right timing um, that the new centers as they come in, that's been happening faster and faster. So it's been like sort of new center, new center, new center, new center, ripple, 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 ripple. And as a new center comes in, there can be, as we're getting used to this faster kind of speed of this occurring, there can be a kind of a brief sort of wobbly period where we kind of maybe follow the old circle as it expands out a little too much instead of staying in the new center, right? And so we're kind of getting our sea legs, pun intended, but not intended, um, getting our sea legs around that faster rate of expansion and that faster rate of emergence of new centers within the center. So really just that find the center within the center and then find the center within that center and then the center within that center. And it may be happening that fast. One of the things that's been going on, we've been talking about this for a couple of years now, is that as the big energetics are coming into the planet, they are essentially speeding up everything here. And such that another way to think about that, um, and I know that others also use this mental model, and, and I, I think that some people find it useful, the energies that are coming into the planet, both on a physical level and on an energy level, are essentially like these little information packets. That, that is just what they are. And then so the model that can sometimes be useful to think about is that if we are sort of receiving an hour's worth of information packets in one hour, that is as if we were listening to kind of an audio on regular speed. And that's what humans have normally been doing, historically been doing, is we listen to the video, we listen to the audio, and it's just 1x. It's 1x speed, right? And then we started having the speed up occur and it started going like it's like the audio recording went from like a 1x to a 2x to a 4x to an 8x right where it's like the person talking in the audio is like instead of talking the way i'm talking although i might be kind of talking at a 2x because i do talk fast but that kind of like right it's getting faster and faster and so for people who are not supporting themselves to keep building the new foundations and expanding the new foundations and building the mastery and building the capacity that they need to be able to essentially quote unquote hear at that faster speaking rate it's a it's been a complete kind of mess right it's been a real mess and so continuing and now we're really at this place where it's as if the speed is now up at like 200x right and the reality of where you are at is that you like it when it gets faster. 
you and so that crankiness that I was describing is because you know that the next you're like bored with the current speed rate. You're like, where's this next speed rate? I'm ready for my like 200x. Why am I still at 150x, which while crazy compared to 1x, which was maybe like, you know, just a couple of years ago, is feels now like, wow, you know, like the sloths talking, right? It's just like super, it's just like impossible, just maddening. Like you just want to kill somebody. So that speed change is also impacting your nervous system okay uh, it always is impacting your nervous system and this is why i always talk about the importance of really getting uh knowledgeable and actually building capacity and mastery within your neurobiology your nervous system and your brain because your nervous system and your brain need to be supported to expand along with your spirit, along with these energetic systems. And so as this kind of speed is getting greater and greater and greater, nervous system and brain need to be supported around that. And particularly with nervous system, I want you to think about your nervous system a little bit like um, the membrane of a balloon. And as we expand the balloon, putting more and more air in the balloon, which is basically what we're doing as we're turning up the speed, right? The current is going faster. The kind of the, the, the speed on the audio is getting faster. The balloon is expanding. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And the membrane is the nervous system. We want to nourish and train our nervous system, just like we would kind of our body in various ways, to keep expanding with that expansion and to not burst. And so we nourish and train our nervous system. There's, a, there's numerous mechanisms that are well-researched and well-understood, just even in human science, that support us to essentially kind of train and work out our nervous system. Now, obviously, if our nervous systems are like out of control, a mess from early trauma, and we haven't done that work, then that's foundational. We have to do that. But once we've done that, then it's like, what are we doing around continuing to support our nervous system? Because this whole story of where we're at now is not about our old trauma anymore. It's about our capacity to really go to the next level. So think about like super performance athletes, of which I am not. <laughs> Right. But think about it. it's a really important metaphor. Right. So a really high performance athlete, they're not worried about like the basics of whether or not they can do a push up. That's not interesting to them. They're not worried about whether or not they can do the beginning of whatever that athletic craft is. They're worried about totally refining like, OK, can I do like, you know, the quadruple leap jump thing? Can I like can I can I climb Mount Everest versus can I climb the foothills near my home, you know, it's there at that level. And this is where we are at with the esoteric work, right? And with the nervous system work. And so, in fact, there are things from the physical kind of athletic performance world that we can borrow. Um, you know, probably because you've been listening to me, that I use cold exposure, cold water immersion and exposure, ice water, cold water in the in the wild, the lake, etc. When it's when it's nice cold weather. Um, 
on a regular basis. And I do this for many esoteric reasons that are very important to me on an esoteric level, but I also do it because it's a workout for my nervous system. It's super healthy for my nervous system and my immune system. And it's basically helping my nervous system and my immune system to develop the equivalent of the kind of Mount Everest level capacity. And I'm doing that not because any of my physical circumstances require my nervous system to be expanded, but because I don't want that balloon membrane to run into any trouble. I want it to be super stretchy and elastic and supple and wonderful in its expansion with ease as the energetic expansion occurs within my human, right? So this is very important. So you can use whatever you want. I, I, I like the cold piece um, because it hits a whole bunch of things for me and I'm all about efficiency. And that's just kind of a classic gifted quirk that we can be a little obsessed with efficiency, like efficiency is everything. <laughs> what I want you to keep in mind as we're talking about nervous system, I'm kind of switch up just a little bit here, but related is the importance of your subconscious. We tend to talk a lot about our conscious and like consciousness raising and like, what does that really mean? And we want to really be focused on that consciousness part, but really your subconscious is actually driving the show. And this is just very understood in human science in a variety of different ways that the vast majority of your decision-making. And in fact, even your entire experience is really driven by your subconscious. And in some ways, as some scientists describe it, your consciousness is simply remembering what your subconscious kind of experienced a half a second earlier, which is very kind of interesting to ponder. Um, but what I want, but for our purposes, what we care about is um, your resonance, which is a big part of this, right? Like the expansion is creating expansion for your resonance. Your resonance is, is, is growing, is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and higher and higher and higher. And, and you want that and you love that. And remember that your resonance is kind of like that moving average of your frequency. So it's not just in the moment, right? Um, and your resonance is essentially correlated to or defined by or limited by, limited isn't quite right. I think correlated and, and, and related to is essentially kind of an energetic expression of where's your subconscious at. This is why it's so important to take, to, to do you know, whatever the shadow work is or the underworld work is that's relevant for you. And everybody's going to have a different, what that looks like for them, what is relevant, what's useful. And it's why the kind of the bypassing or denial or gaslighting or like blah, blah, whatever that is, doesn't work because your subconscious determines your resonance, not your conscience, your conscious, excuse me. So working with the undercurrent, right? The not just the current, right? So this current that's carrying us, there's an undercurrent. And have you been working with it? Because if you have, then everything's just going to be flowing beautifully. If you haven't, then you have sort of like the equivalent of like a riptide that could really fuck with you and really like mess up your journey right now. So you can be a total yes to the current, but if you haven't done the work with the undercurrent, the ride could get problematic. Okay, so this is very important. Now, on the brain side of this, what is your story? What is the story that you're telling yourself about who you are, where you came from, what you're about? These are your default neural pathways. So you, the more we essentially kind of 
write, W-R-I-T-E, and write, R-I-G-H-T, our story, the more we're ready to, to be able to kind of engage at this kind of next level, right? And so we work with the story in our human, then with our cosmic, which goes back to the to the sphere of life where we can access all of our lives and experiences that our cosmic self has has had is having will have and some of which have their own undercurrents to work with and then we can step in to how will we do that for or with the world from our kind of new energy space so it's not just an old platitude of like, be the change you want to see in the world. It's literally like a dictate of energetic correctness. You have to be the change you want to see in the world. It is energetically required. You cannot build the new with the playbooks of the old. Cannot. Now, on a kind of a metaphysics level, at a certain level, this is true simply because in many ways you simply are creating your reality and what you're experiencing in the world is just simply a representation of the energetic, but that's harder to bother working with. That particular dimensional perspective is both true and can be fun, but we're actually here to do creating and we're actually here to create this new world, to be this new world within ourselves and then experience it kind of, if you will, projected outside of ourselves showing back to us, like the really, like the coolest utopian movie ever, right? That's what we're really here to do. So understand that you can't, remember, you can't, you just can't use the old playbooks. You can't do it. You have to be it inside and then you can support it occurring uh, outside, if that makes sense. So all right. So then part of this story thing as it relates to things that I've been talking about is thinking about how are you experiencing or defining or like what is the story that's coming up for you related to um, when new energies are coming in and triggering your nervous system? Is it because of old trauma? That's a story. That's an old story. Those timelines are gone. Fuck them. What if you just simply go with the story, rewrite the story, rewrite the neural pathway, that it's simply the physical stimulus of the new energies expanding the balloon. That's it. That's all. Great. Let me support and nourish my nervous system around that. Can you accept the idea that there's a physical component to what you are experiencing esoterically, energetically, spiritually, right? Okay, as kind of this, the, the speed is going, the speed is going, right? And so the new level that actually opens up, once that opens up for you, which, which could be, you know, could have happened or could be coming today, could be in the next few weeks, it will create a space of ease for the moment, simply due to kind of just the relief of, of adding in new, the new information rate, the new speed of the audio after having been cranky with the old one. So it'll be like if you were listening to me talking and I was talking super slowly and I was say, and you were like, oh my God, what is she doing? And then suddenly I just started talking like, yay, talking normally. And you'd be like, oh my God, thank God. Ah, great. 
Fantastic, right? And then of course, the actual sort of information of what's coming in, what's being revealed to you about this next phase um, is super fun as well. So what's very likely the case is that you have a kind of general loose sense of what the sort of direction is that you want or expect to go in your human experiences, right? If you think about yourself, like, let's just say right where, we, right where we've been is sort of phase one. It's really not, but like just for the ease of conversation, phase one. Okay. I can, I understand phase three or phase four, but I don't really understand phase two. And I know that there's really important things that happen in phase two, if I do them correctly, that are what allows that cool phase three or phase four vision to occur. And it's been really frustrating me that I don't know what those are. So that's one example of how this might be looking like. So the big reveal, the big downloads may be exactly like the blueprint for phase two in terms of your actions. What are the activities that I'm gonna be doing? The actions that I'm gonna be doing, right? And then the corralling of the fire hose should be focused on setting up the foundation for those. And I want you to really pay attention to the fact that this is not a time to like, oh, cool, boom, fly off the handle and just like start the new thing without any foundation. You will be very unhappy with that experience. I promise you. Instead, stay with the big vision, the big, cool new information, but be methodical. You are laying a foundation. This is a foundation laying time. You are getting ship shape. You are refining the action plan, so to speak, for the next phase because it's being dictated to you right now energetically whenever that kind of reveal comes through for you, all right? So just, and, and the refinement aspect of it means that you're gonna spend a little time with it and it's gonna revise. It's gonna revise a little bit as you go, and which is perfect. And be happy for the revisions because they're going to just each little revision that you become aware of is going to just be like exponentially better than whatever you had before. And they might be subtle, but the exponentially better will not be subtle. Um, so it's just really, really cool, really fun. And in some ways, you may not even really sort of see exactly in the moment, like where that subtle exp but exponential change is. But if you were to sort of draw a bunch of lines that kind of go off from a graph from the central point, just a tiny tweak at this stage of the kind of the, the you know, the, the direction of that line going off on the graph would send it off to a much higher trajectory, right? All right. Now, the one other thing that I really want you to be thinking about is to getting real, this totally related to this. This is the same thing, just almost different words, but a couple of key concepts for you. Get really focused on what you're allowing in right now. I've been saying that for a long time, but like there's a refinement. What's allowed in the magic garden of you and what's not. And then very importantly, where are you allowing your energy and your resources to go. And I wanna talk about resources for a minute. What do I mean by that? I actually mean literal physical resources as much as I mean energetic and kind of attentional resources, all right? I'm talking about things like your time, your money, your stuff, your network of people. Like you have a lot of resources. Where are you allowing them to go? They want to be used. Resources 
are expressions of the deep sacred current of life force and they do not want to be stockpiled or hoarded. They want to be devoted to the new vision. They want to flow into it. And if you impede their flow, you will not be happy with the results. Okay? This is very important. Even if it's scary to your nervous system to do this, the time is here. The time has come. Now, maybe you've been stockpiling for this time. The time is here now. Okay? The time is here. Let your resources flow. That is part of corralling the fire hose. Part of corralling the fire hose. Oh, it's a beautiful, magical time. It is not an easy time. And I want you to be able to hold the both end of that. We can have moments that are just, you know, like whole days. They're just like astonishingly beautiful and easy and wonderful. But there's, it's a challenge. You know, we're talking about climbing Mount Everest. We're not talking about a little hike in the foothills. And we signed on for this and we're super excited about it. And we actually love that thin air up there. That's actually where we thrive, right? We're organized differently than other humans. Okay? That's why we're going first. That's why we're the cosmic planetary vanguard. And we're going to build it for everybody else to come. Super fun. Super beautiful. All right. So I want to thank you, as always, for your devotion to your path, for your tending to your radiance, your radiance, whether you do nothing in your actions, your radiance is a lighthouse to others. And just simply being the lighthouse to others is an enormous, enormous gift, an enormous benefit, an enormous impact on the planetary energetics. So if you're struggling and you're not exactly sure what to do and you, you haven't had your kind of reveal yet, just tend to your radiance, moment to moment. And understand that tending to your radiance during the periods of crankiness is actually part of the training. It's the muscle building for your neurobiology and kind of your own sort of sense of self in the day to day. Okay, so there you go. I hope this is helpful. Um, kind of kind of interesting things about dates. Let's see, I, I hear people are going to want to hear things about dates. And I've been showing a couple things about dates. Um, October 22nd has a really big inflection point, And I don't have anything more about that. Just that it's just a very like, boom, kind of inflection point. So it may just be another one of these like massive speed up acceleration things probably. I mean, that's just happening so many, so often that it's just not even worth trying to catalog anymore, but um, there you go. Um, and then November 22nd, also really big. I know a lot of people are really interested in the idea of like 11-11. That feels like it could be really fun, but I, I'm not as interested in that personally. 11-22 um, feels really important with a kind of a new phase that starts on 11-23. Um, we also have a kind of a slowdown in action in November, which is actually to our benefit. So lean into that and allow for that um, and be happy about it. And also adjust your expectations about kind of how quickly activity will occur in November. 
Um, I, I kind of feel this interesting sort of open meadow, calm, pre-dawn sense of December, parts the early parts of December, but I, I don't know if that'll hold because things are shifting so quickly. But uh, uh, as I said before, December 21st, um, solstice is huge this year. Is it December 21st, the solstice? Whatever solstice date is this year. Um, it's usually the 21st. Um, huge, 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 huge. So like, you know, this would be a really great time to look at your calendar and go, what am I doing? What, what's happening in my calendar around those days? Can I organize some like cloistered time to just kind of like really be fully in devotion to my own sort of energetics, esoteric, quantum, magic, radiance, whatever that looks like? Because that would be a beautiful thing to do for yourself, I feel, and for, for the rest of, of uh, the planet. Um, and then um, there is a sort of this sort of slowdown on action. It's sort of weird because the slowdown of, on action is happening at the same time as the energetics continue to speed up. And so I, I, don't, I don't exactly know how to articulate what that's going to look like. But if you can really stay with the current and really kind of stay in that slipstream, it'll just be perfect. It'll just be beautiful, right? As we kind of move into 2023. And much of the kind of 2023 energetics are starting to coalesce, but they're staying loose on purpose because of these rapid, rapid closure and consolidation of timelines. So I would, if you have if you have been hearing from people like, oh, 2023 is going to be about this, I would really advise you to close your ears to any predictive stories about anything really past. I mean, even I'm bad to just even bring up solstice, but I can't, that's just, it's just really important to bring up solstice, but I'm not saying anything else about it. Um, you know, you're a powerful creator and what you pay attention to supports kind of that creation. So I would encourage you to imagine that what we can imagine for the very best of 2023 is actually nowhere near as cool as what can occur. And so let's just stay open and in like a beautiful, it's going to be a beautiful surprise party. Ooh, wow. That might actually be the 2023 planetary theme. It's too early, but surprise party. I gotta write that down for us. We'll see. We're going to keep an eye on that. All right. Um, and I actually don't like surprise parties. So that's kind of a funny, funny moment for me. But just a little side note, nobody really, nobody's really interested in my own little weird foibles. Uh, okay. Hmm. Okay, well, that does make me okay. So I'm hearing to share this one little piece. So uh, often people don't like surprise parties because they're kind of control freaks. And um, I have been well known throughout my human life to uh, be uh, correctly identified at various points in time as a control freak. What I want, if you kind of have that tendency at all, the, the evolution from that control freak piece is to getting into really being, is to being very intentional about curating your experience and feeling into the difference between curating your experience and trying to control it, right? Curating your experience within the context of the, of the current and how we're being in the current is essentially being like, yeah, I'm gonna choose to, 
you know, be here in my inner tube with my rubber ducky, or I'm going to choose to have like a really super cool kayak now, or I'm going to choose to like have this really amazing, like, uh, you know, little glass bottom boat so I can like see all the cool stones, you know, in the riverbed as we go, whatever it is, right? You're curating your experience while allowing the current to just carry you, right? Um, yeah, I'm a really big fan of curating your experience. I think it's an important part of boundaries. It's an important part of tending to kind of that, like what is allowed in and out of the magical garden that is you and your life and your business and everything about you. Okay, curate, don't control. Curate, don't control. All right, that's the last little nugget for you. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was of value to you. <laughs> Thank you, as always, for listening to me in my kind of create transmit space of this particular uh, mechanism for me to do that transmitting. And uh, please also be sharing this. It would be really lovely if you did. All right. Talk to you later. Love you.